The views, opinions, and conclusions expressed on this program does not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of this station. There, I said it. Sir, you're now tuned into the fix. Your source for faith infused hip hop, RB, and poetry. Go by the name of DJ Focus. Squad in here with me. What's up, Rico Squad? Good evening. You good, sir? I'm good, I'm good. Ready to go. You ready to go? Ready to go. Got the, got the man, the myth, A before C over there. What's going on? You good, sir? I'm well. Yourself? Me and A before C have some of the, the best conversations off air. Oh. One one of these days we're gonna get behind the scenes footage, he said, and we're gonna we're gonna. Man. He said, he totally forgot about me. I was in this conversation. Yeah, y'all oh, forgive me. Rico no, Swab was no, in the conversation too, as well. I wasn't in the conversation. Uh, a, a usually starts these conversations though. Whoa, and, whoa! I didn't. No, no, they're great conversations. No, no, you usually start these conversations. So let's let's not. Uh, yeah, the A before C is that the smoke guy on the fix. Don't get hey, it twisted. Man, what if there are aliens in Eden? Aliens in Eden? Yeah. Hey, where did that come from? Some I was, mighty thoughtful I was, um, question. That is. Like, where did that even come from? I've been, like, exploring my uh, my understanding of, like, God and, like, nature and, like, human existence. And, like, the arrogance of humans to think that we are the only beings that God would create is problematic for me. That's, who, but who that's not that? true, though. Yeah, I'm about to say who. Because you got to think about the bo- the behemoth. You got to think about I'm just the leviathans that were all created. I'm, like, I'm saying, he like, has some monsters, like we too. Have, we have, well, not like, only that. We, we have, have other... Planets, it has to be living organisms so, on these planets. You know, you like do got you do got some 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 churchy churchy folks to be like, saying, yeah, like there's there's this idea, like even the the idea that we have uh, dominance over nature, right, and over Earth, like like part of that is a little struggly for me, because like you can't you can't destroy something just because you have dominance over it, and like. The Bible only gives us a portion of the the description of Eden, right? Like the Bible talks about the East Gate, right? It talks about the garden, like the Garden of Eden, which to me suggests that Eden is a place that has a garden, but like it's an entire place. And so like much of what we know of Eden is literally just a, 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 a small portion of it. Yeah, that's another show. We're gonna we're gonna do some. Uh, let's do let's do some. You can't uh, access it though. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. so here's here's the thing. What by exploring why, right? Like seen the a, reason. Seen a man. Have you ever considered like I was again? I was thinking about this. Like maybe the reason that we haven't found life on other planets is because those uh, the life that was on those other planets have have evolved to a point that they have an understanding of God. Um, that God literally took them and took them to Eden. Oh wow, you really reaching now. You just I mean, it's not really a reach. Like yeah, there've been there've been people, there have been humans who have experienced that. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do some harm. Enoch, Enoch. True. He, he walked with God True. into the point where he was just taken up. True. Where was he, he was taken? Because like, he couldn't go but to, he was with God. He didn't go to heaven. Hey, True. He but didn't go to heaven. It literally so says he was with God though. Right. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying We don't know what that place was though. But all I'm saying, like, where did he go? Because he couldn't go to heaven. Because heaven is for people who have passed. Uh huh. 
I'm with so you. So, like, where did he go? He just, him and God just walking around? Because I assume God spent some time in heaven. Wait, how do we know that heaven is just for people who passed? <laughs> what the Bible says. The Bible talks about their, like, their, their, their the afterlife. Life? Yes. But that was the afterlife, afterlife on earth. Well, I mean, what? What? That was just, that's talking about the afterlife on earth. I mean, I, I can't argue with that. I think that uh, our See, understanding. Now you don't have me asking questions. Look, 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 look. I, I'm about to go home and do a whole Bible study tonight. Our understanding of God <laughs> is limited by our uh, our inability to outthink ourselves as humans. We have to have parameters around things as humans. And it's problematic when you're thinking about God because God can do whatever he wants to, which is part of the reason why I struggle with people who use the Bible as like their only standard without having like a real a real full relationship with God because like we 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 act as if God can't change his mind true but the Bible is clearly this the, a standard um, that we use or a tool the, the main tool that we use to make sure we're aligning with God with the relationship piece I, of it. I don't I think, know I don't know if that's my main tool. I think a before C is saying he don't want to have a narrow cognitive Appropriation. I understand I don't, I don't what know if saying. that's if if I believe with believe that. I think that is a tool. I think that our um, relationship with God should be the primary thing that dictates that. True, but a, a, a lot of the relationship is built on the scriptures that we read should in the be? Bible. I, I believe it does. Why? So uh, that's 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 my that's what I believe. That's that's where I'm at. Give me an example in the Bible of of a biblical uh, character doing that was there was their relationship with god based more on their conversations and prayer and intimacy or based on the scripture well, because yeah. essentially because essentially what happens if we base all of our understanding and our thoughts and and ideas of god on the scriptures we effectively become pharisees oh man now you want to go down this man. we we gonna have but this that's, show but that's what no we're we gonna have this show that's literally what happened the I, pharisees I had gotten so so well so well knowledged uh-huh. on the scripture mm. and they thought that that was the only thing that they could use think of a topic for that show we're we gonna have that show we're gonna have a show where we but that was about o, that was actually o, the, old, old testament. testament true but that's why i said we're gonna we're gonna have a show on Here, here's the problem right because if we're gonna have if we're gonna talk about that being old testament then now we're we're walking in the realization that god can change his mind and if that's the case, like the idea that the Bible is the only text that we could use is problematic for me because it doesn't leave room for God to inspire other people. Why, why, do, why do you feel that way? We don't we don't accept it as inspiration. Yes, we do. You don't put it in the Bible. No. So don't don't get it twisted. I didn't say it's the it is. It's pretty much the standard. But we know that God speaks to every last one of us and he can inspire us if and I, give us if reflection. I wrote, if I wrote a text, if I wrote a text right now. Uh, and there were people who looked at it as part of God's word, you would look at them as being in a cult. You would have a problem with them using that text as part of their understanding uh, and, and relationship with God. You're talking about if you wrote a message to present to somebody? or No, I'm saying if, the, if I wrote a text similar to how people wrote text in the Bible, right? The Bible is, is created or written by people who were inspired by God, right? Not, not you, all were inspired by well, God. Yeah, Some actually all. experienced right. Jesus and what? But you, you get where I'm going, right? Yeah. If I am inspired by God to write a text, and then I present that text, it's not accepted as gospel. It's not accepted as Bible. 
A before C on another one of his rants. We're going we gonna to get back to that A before C. I got some stuff I want to uh, talk about uh, with that, but we're we going to say that for another topic. Uh, once again, you're tuned into The Fix, uh, your source of faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. Again, our mission here is to expose the culture of hip-hop, R&B, and, posi- and poetry to positive but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. Uh, we're going to go to a music break, and uh, we got a hot show again. We started off already on uh, one of our little tangents, uh, but we got a... Zadok, the God MC, uh, gonna call in real soon. So, uh, right now, let's get to some music. Let's play Corey Bapes, Gates Opening. You're tuned in to The Fix. The Fix is in. Yes, sir. Uh, it's your man of God. Man of God. Yeah. Uh-huh. Psalms 89. What'd it say? I will sing of the Lord's great love forever. Uh-huh. With my mouth, I will make your faithfulness known. That's right. Through all generations. Uh-huh. Let's go. Let's go. God's been more than good to me. God's been more than good to me. They can't compete with the God in me. They can't compete with the God in me. Sir, you is the prophecy. Sir, sir. Without you, I don't know where I'd be. I live for you because you die for me. Provided by freeconferencehall.com. There is one host and one participant in this conference. Please announce yourself. Yo. Hey, peace and blessings. Can y'all hear me, bro? What's going on? We hear you now. Can you hear us? Yes, sir. Hop MC on the line right now, man, representing the Hog Mob, man. What's going on, my brother? Uh, man, praise God, man. Forgive me for any background noise, y'all. I'm driving I'm in the city doing what I do. But, man, God is good, man. I'm in a good space right now, man. How y'all brothers doing? We good, man. We ain't got no complaints, man. So we ain't going to keep you long. We're going to get into it. Uh, first off, man, uh, tell us, uh, how did you get your name, man? Zadok the God Hip MC. God Hop MC, <laughs> forgive me. Where did that come uh, from? Hey, that's interesting. Uh, briefly, um, um, many years ago when I started to uh, study with some homies in my hood, we were studying Bible, and we started to get into a lot of things. And we, we have read a scripture in Isaiah 42 that said that, 
this, uh, that the people of God would uh, surname themselves after the name of Israel and that they would, they would write unto God with their pen. And so we, we felt that was awesome. <laughs> we, uh, we actually started to admit to take surnames after people in the Bible. And when I read about Zadok and found that the name meant justice and righteousness, it's something I always hoped to be. So that name Zadok in Hebrew is actually just always saying what I'm hoping to be every day. And um, once I got into the music side of uh, CHH and being introduced to the genre, I didn't want to kind of create some other kind of name, so people already knew me as Zadok, so I just added the God Hopping Suit because I wanted the streets to know. And interestingly, I started out from my hood rapping for God where everyone else was street rappers, and so I wanted them to know that I was representing God when I, when I was introduced, and so I created uh, the God Hopping Suit just as a way for people to kind of know what they might be getting before they even hear me. Okay, so did you almost kind of like start off like in battle rap or you know just underground rap? How did how did you really start off? Oh man, in 1995, bro, I was a when I was still in high school, um, I was a part of a movement. See, I'm from Buffalo, New York, but at the time the Wu Tang was crazy popular, and there was a big crew in my city called Upstate Entertainment, and I got in the crew as a battle rapper. So I had a good run in my city. If you ever came to my city and asked people who know. I was not only was, one, was I one of the most well-known battle rappers in the street, but then I started to be part of a team called Buffalo Soldiers, and we MC battles, like that old 8-mile style. Not the new stuff you might see on YouTube today, but a DJ player record and rappers battled each other. So we used to throw those for $500 prizes, and so that pretty much was my start in rapping. Okay, okay. This is this is Rico Suave here, man. Um, so I was listening to your album, uh, Cocoon. Now it's the follow-up album of Caterpillar, um, which Cocoon is basically the metaphor, uh, metamorphosis stage of a caterpillar. Uh, what was the significance right. of you naming the album uh, Caterpillar and Cocoon? Oh man, that's a great um, that's a great question, bro. Hey, 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 what's your name, by the way, homie? Rico Suave. Hey, what up, Suave? <laughs> that man said Rico Suave. You, you already know it was a song out back in the day called Rico Suave. Right? I know, man. I grew up on it. I tell him my age. It's all good, though. Um, but real talk, um, yo, when Seven asked me to join Hog Mob Ministries um, back in uh, 2016, I was um, interested in doing a work and... So he was like, hey, man, just be real, you know, pray on it and just try to really see the way that the Lord will have you go because you want to put out some stuff that's going to really help people. Like, it's timeless. Like, people can go back to it and always be edified. So I'm like, well, if this is about the kingdom, then I think that the most important thing is for us to be trans, you know, the human experience. Right. And so what is it? We're sinners. Uh, we need uh, to repent and be baptized and walk in newness of life. At the end of the day, that's what it's really all about. And so the caterpillar to me was the symbolism of a creature in our world that actually we watch it live in two phases right before our eyes. We watch it go through three phases. It lives its one way. It goes through a stage of metamorphosis and then comes out on the other side, something looking totally different. And so it reminded me of 
the old man and the new man. And the middle thing is that is that it, you know is is coming into Christ. And so caterpillar is the sin state. Um, cocoon is the baptism and rebirth and uh, education in the gospel. And then prayerfully, if God allows it, I hope to be able to do what may you already may know what would make sense to be a third project, right? Right. <laughs> Right, right, right. I dig it. I dig it. Well, to follow up off that question, um, no, I, I mean, I, I follow Seven a lot, um, and I've, I've noticed how once you sign on to uh, sign on with him, he has you go through a metamorphosis phase of of your your own, uh, doing work of ministry before you actually even hit the mic. Um, yes. Now, how yes, was that process yes. for you? Well, I'll say this. Um, it's interestingly, the way I met Seven is because my bro, Selah the Corner, shout out God over money. My man Selah called me and said, hey, I got one of my big homies coming out here from the West Coast. This was back in like 2014. Selah hit me up and said, my bro coming out to the East Coast for two weeks doing a tour called Pray for My Hood. And he asking us to connect him with solid people on the East Coast that might really can use what he does and so I went and checked Seven out online. I never heard of Seven up to that point. I didn't know who he was, but I went and checked him out. I was like, this dude from the West Coast, I can see it. Like once I seen him, I'm like, okay, I can believe that. But his his rap ability and then his speaking ability, I was edified by it. So I, I reached out and brought him to my city. But I brought him to my city and he seen I already do ministry. See I, I was already a Bible teacher in my church. I was already known in my city for street evangelism and all of that. So we built a relationship, and he was like, bro, I take you seriously as someone who really is doing the kingdom work in your own backyard, so let's connect. And the way I connected was for a whole year, whatever he needed from me, I built with them. I went out on the Pray for My Hood tour in 2016 with the homie Illuminate, and I just served Nate. You know what I'm saying? And whatever he needed, I was there just to show, you know, I don't really need your platform per se. Um, I'm not looking for that because I never asked you to be a part of it. You invited me to it. And from that point, the way I served, he just felt me and was like, bro, you really need to be down with us if, 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 if you feel that it's something the Lord will let you do. And, man, the rest is history. Man, that's but dope. for anyone else, I will say this. I need to let people know because they be hitting us up on social media talking about, yo, I'm trying to get down with Hog Mob. Hog Mob is not a label. Hog Mob is a ministry. And people can't ask to be a part of Hog Mob. You get invited to it. So I just, for anyone listening, if they was interested, I just want them to know that. So if you reach out to the mob, reach out to the mob and tell us how you might want us to come work with you in your community to further the gospel in your community. And if anything else going to happen from there, then, you know, God will bring it. So that's good. Speak a little bit more about that, um, uh, the the effect and the impact you guys have had in the community. And do you think that all um, Christian hip hop artists should be uh, taking it that way as a ministry and, and really hitting the streets and being a part of the community? Hmm. I, I will say this for anyone who claims to be a disciple of Christ um, focused, bro, I would really say this. I'm not going to be someone to say what everybody got to do. Because the Bible say are all evangelists, are all teachers, are all, you know, apostles and preachers. Everyone doesn't necessarily have the gift to evangelize. Some people act like, oh, everybody got to go out in the street and do. Yo, everybody, like, are we going out in the street just because 
we good at it, going out in the street? Or have we been moved by the Holy Spirit with a gift that we can't really help but to express? And I believe that I've been raised by the Holy Spirit to be an evangelist. And so has seven. Everybody not evangelist. So I would say this, in whatever capacity the Spirit of God has blessed you, you do have an obligation to be active in the body of Christ that's in your community in that way. Not everybody is made to be out in the street. Some people actually work behind the scenes and prepare everything we need when we go out in the street. So that's as good as help. And I would say for anyone in CHH who has a platform that's worth anything, there should be something tied to it besides your music message claiming you love God. There has to be some kind of action uh, connected with it. But that's not for me to necessarily say what it is. I just know that Hog Mob is gifted to do it. And I'll say this, it ain't nothing to play out in these streets because we go into some of the most, let's just, let's just say we go into some places that when we show up there, it's people who live there who don't like being there. I'm going to just say it like that. Mm, that's real. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about. And everybody man. ain't, yeah, everybody ain't built for that. So I'm, I don't hold it against them. You feel me? You tuned into the fix, man. Your source of faith infused hip hop, R&B, and poetry. We got Zadok, the God Hop MC, on the line. Let's get into some of your music, man. And I want you to break down some of these tracks, man, for uh, for the people as we still just continue to converse. Uh, right now, we're gonna uh, play. Uh, let's play that uh, "Live Now" Ecclesiastic Nine off of uh, Zadok, the God MC's new uh, project, Cocoon. You tuned into the fix. The fix is in. Yes, sir. The whole world is men are women are everybody is It's too much evil in front of God's eyes man the church is screaming high alert to the entire earth. Men are dead in their sin like a body. Rise aside a hearse. Try to stop our babies from getting burned. They gotta try it first. That's how we all don't learn a lesson unless they're so crying first. I know you used to hearing me talk about hood boy. Wishing they would stop the violence and learn to do good more. Drug dealers, athletes, and rappers isn't all we're good for. Tell me why the government oppressing the hood for. We pay taxes for resources to help the hood more. Gas station, corner deli, that's not a food store. Donald Glover, this is a America and a true war is one part of town to rich decide where I'm from is too poor and they wonder what these children acting rude for I challenge politicians get on the bus and you tour these communities literally look like they've been through war so when y'all talk we feel it's full of crap like a sewer Asians own a nail shop Arabs own the shoe store we don't get them tax incentives so we just consume more no I'm not finished with my thoughts I got a few more record mix and master then upload it to TuneCore uh Misogyny against women is evil They took a stain and started a movement They call it Me Too This could be our mothers and sisters Ladies, we see you and support the prosecution Of whoever rapes or beats you But there's another side to this war between the sexes Accusations now equal guilt That's where I see injustice is different If you got evidence and got them confessions Hand that man right over to the Department of Corrections Can't convict without proof Change my mind, I can't Have we all forgotten the wrong that was done to Brian Banks Sports star, Long Beach, falsely accused of rape 10 years later the girl confessed but that's way too late 
Can't lock a man away for a decade and then act like oops, it was simply a mistake we just made. Destroyed his reputation, look at the mess that the press made. There's not a settlement amount worth the price that he just paid. I'm a Christian, I'm an activist, I'm political. To stand up and speak the truth in this world today is pivotal. Men can be chauvinistic and selfish, we know this is true. But let's not forget that women will be as wicked too. Yes, sir. We just actually played uh, one of the new tracks off of uh, Zadok the God Hop MC's uh, new project, Cancun. That actually was, um, I thought it was uh, Live Now. That actually was Isaiah 59 Wicked. Zadok, man, you want to break that track down for the people? <laughs> yeah, I was saying that. I was listening to it. I'm bopping my head like, this ain't Live Now. I still like it, though. That's what's up. Um, <laughs> I forget yeah, that forgive Isaiah me. 50. Huh? Well, I said, forgive me. I, that, that was one of the tracks I really liked, so I, I wanted to play that one. You told me I could play what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, play what you want. No, that's fine, King. Um, basically, that Isaiah 59, man, if people buy the album, um, you could get it anywhere that you download or stream music from. Um, every song, all 12 tracks on the, rec on the project are based on Bible verses. And so that Isaiah 59 is just basically about the wicked. That's the intro to my album. And if you go read Isaiah 59, it lets you know the Lord is like, look, every man is, uh, every man is turned against his neighbor. Uh, they hide uh, mischief and deceit under their tongue. Um, 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 the wealthy and the rich oppress the poor and the needy and the widow and the fatherless cry unto him. And he was saying, man, ain't nobody really looking for justice. And so living in modern society, I'm like, wow, ain't nothing changed in almost 20, in over 2,500 years since, you know, we believe that prophet Isaiah was given those visions and those words from God. And to this day, man is still proving why Christ was necessary because our wickedness leads to the selfishness and the hurt that we see in the world. And so that song was just a statement like, look, man, this is just what we got, you know, what we got to live through. And as Christians, we need to be um, open about it, and our opinions are not just relegated to the four walls of a church. But I got an opinion as not only a Christian, but a Christian who's a taxpayer on how my money is spent. As a Christian, I have an opinion on my nephews who out here feeling like they got to sell drugs. I got an opinion on when I see people sleeping outside and it's like people walk past them. As a Christian, I have an opinion on that, and I have a right to speak about society just as uh, the more secular people feel they have the right to express their opinions on what's going on in the world. What's going on, brother, man? This is April 4C. How you doing today, man? Hey, peace, King. I'm good. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. So, um, Praise God. I, I want to I wanna shift gears a little bit because I'm, I'm intrigued by your, your, your speaking uh, to, to what the ministry is. And so with that in mind, I, I have to ask, what, what does success look like uh, for you uh, as an artist? Um, gotcha. who who is using their artistry as the ministry. Okay. Um, man, that's a great... You know, no one has ever asked me that question in an interview. I That's what I'm talking about. Y'all, the Fix Radio <laughs> is asking the deep questions. All right, I'm, I'm with that. Um, yeah, I'm on another show, another famous platform next week. I hope they ask these kind of questions, too. I love it. Um, yo, uh, you know what? To be honest with you, bro, success for me... The, the reason that I'm doing it, see, there is no, in this saturated internet, everybody make music and everybody rap, everybody can put their stuff on some platform, CD, Baby, TuneCore, whatever, you can shoot videos, you, you know, cats is buying Canon 5Ds and they got a cousin who just hold the camera and they make a music video. Mm -hmm. I, I, the success for me can't be measured in 
um, my Instagram likes, um, the amount of streams I get, really, it's measured in the efficacy of the music. And that I only am able to gauge that by people telling me what they get out the music. That's what makes it successful to me or not. What makes the Word of God, a.k.a. Uh, the Bible, what makes it successful? What makes it successful is the proof of people reading its words and being uh, convicted in the heart and then repenting. And actual Christians are being created from the Word of God, um, pricking them in their heart. So when people hear my music, it's only for two reasons. To edify the Christian. I am not the Christian who says, oh, I'm getting tired of talking to the church. The Bible ain't getting tired of talking to me, so I'm not going to get tired of talking about the Bible to other Bible believers. You heard? So at the end of the day, I want to encourage the Christian with my music. We need our theme music. Thugs got their music. They could turn on something that encourages them and who they already are. So when Christians tell me, bro, this right here, I'm playing this in the morning almost every morning for this past week. I done played this on my way to work. I'm like, well, why? And they tell me why. Then, ah, success. Uh, when the cat who don't know about Christian rap at all hear my music and say, bruh, I didn't even know y'all got down like this in the church. I ain't know it was dudes like y'all who did this. And my cousin who go to church told me he had some Christian rap that was as good as, you know, 21 Savage I like or the Drake I like. And he played it for me. And, bruh, I thought it was dope. And I got to really say this. If y'all dudes really mean what y'all saying, Man, I look at y'all as real as I look at the cats who claim that, you know, they really carry guns and they really selling weight. So don't mistake that the music is fake. Then when a, when a non-believer tells me that about the music, then that's success to me because I got a career. I spend money to put this out there. I don't always make that money back at all. So since I'm not in it for the money per se, then I get to say what I want to say. I am not signed to nobody. Ain't nobody paying for my videos, my mixing, mastering, my beats, studio time, or nothing. So I get to say uncut truths that I find in the scripture. And when people are ready to dialogue and ask the questions you asked me, then that, I, honestly, I got to be honest with you, bro. That's success because I ain't trying to make money. I just want to be heard. And if money comes with it, I won't deny it, of course. I ain't going to be like, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll take the bread. But the truth of the matter is, is that when people want to, yo, I'll tell you this. I was in Chicago last week, and I did two ministry events, one in the south side of Chicago, and I was in Kansas City, Missouri. And when people walk up to you and you don't know them and you come to this city to do an event, and people say, hey, bruh, I got your album. These two songs right here, I'm telling you, this is what they did for me. I'm like, man, praise God. And it make me feel good. I, I won't lie. It really make me feel good. And and you touched a little bit about uh, on on some of my follow up questions. Uh, uh, well, and I'll, I'll present two to you. Uh, first, where does the 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 fiscal or the financial uh, success tie in with with you musically? And if if your if your pursuit is to make music that would be edifying and encouraging to the Christian, then where do we where do we find the uh, the the space for uh, music that encourages and invites the non-Christian? Well, you know what? At the end of the day, to be honest with you, let's not get it twisted. The uh, it's written by the psalmist. It says, "Look, sing praises unto the Lord and play upon the psaltery and the harp." And it said. Thing with skill and understanding. So while I uh, definitely believe I have some understanding to offer, the skill has to be up to par as well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, you feel me? And, 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 and so at the end of the day, when someone hears it, 
and they believe that there's some knowledge there, and then they also believe that it was done very skillfully, like, yo, I really like your beat selections, I, you, you, your skill is evident, then it at least gives us an opportunity for them to listen and hear. Because at the end of the day, for Hog Mob, Hog Mob does church events and events outside of church. And so Pray For My Hood actually started out as, a, as an event in Cali, in Sacramento, and everywhere you go, you're giving out hundreds and hundreds of CDs. So we know gangbangers going to listen to this. Not ex-gangbangers only, but cats who really in the field. We walking up on blocks and we handing out music. You praying in front of liquor stores with people and you like, yo, you like rap? They're like, yeah, you like, yo, check, take this, you know, check this out. We go to juvenile detention centers. You got a whole bunch of young men in there who in there because they in trouble. They let us give them music. So when they hear it, it has to compete with what they already believe is a good sound in their, you know, in the moment. And so we try to make our music excellent, and God has blessed us in the ministry. Miraculously, if you will, we always got enough coming back in to produce more. So I got one follow-up question here for you, and I'm a, um, I'm gonna just kind of get into it. Do you think you do 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 you think that uh, musically? that that your music is uh, as good if not better than some of the artists who who have found mainstream success uh, outside of christian hip-hop uh yes um because i'm just willing to believe that um now i'll say this first of all people have told me that personally and some people have told you know i'm pretty sure it's other artists in chh you can't tell me that you've heard that when you've heard a, a Bizzle or um, a Lecrae or, let's say, a D minor or, let's say, someone like um, uh, 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 someone who's, who's skilled like a V-Rose. Let's just bring a sister into it or even my sister AI. Shout out my sis. When you hear these artists and you compare them to other artists, the skill is there and everything. They just may not have the million-dollar backings and these crazy, stupid budgets, but the talent and everything is, is, is fairly there. And one thing about rap is this. Real talk, if any of you understand what I'm about to say, then you know it to be true. Rappers, when they stand in front of each other and trade verses, like we used to on the school buses or in the hallways, other rappers will tell you, man, yo, you got it. So when I hear some of these rappers in the world, even though their message is evil, I can admit that kid right there got talent, even though I can't stand what he's saying. So many of them couldn't look our way and hear some of us and be like, we don't have talent. It's just we're using our talents for the edification of God. So in that regard, yes, we do believe so in that regard. And why wouldn't we? So, And I'll say this, too. You know, I, I got one more point. I'm sorry. Well, I you're, make good. This point. you're good. I've heard... I've heard cats try to say before, well, yeah, I think some of you Christian cats might just be dudes who couldn't make it in the industry, and this, that, and the third. No, I'm going to tell you that I know some cats who God came into their life and touched them. See, people don't understand somebody like Jim Stones was actually music partners with Lupe Fiasco. And when Lupe got more into his Islam background and Jim Stones was converted over to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, it kind it, they had to kind of part ways a bit. Gemstones was on his way. If you look at some of the early independent videos with Lupe Fiasco, him and Gemstones got music videos together before we heard of Gemstones. A lot of people don't know that. You got homies like my homie Seven who was doing concerts with a, like like with Snoop Dogg and Ice Cube and all of these cats out on the West Coast out there and they sound in their background. And in my background, I have that as well. 
Bizzle was writing and in the studio recording with very well-known rappers, but this is the thing. If I stopped selling drugs, if I stopped fornicating and got married because the word of God convicted me, no one turns around and say, well, you only got married because you couldn't make it no longer in fornication. Um, you know what? You yeah, you went and got an actual real job and started working a legal job just because you were scared of selling drugs. No, I mean that that one that one can't be true. Not necessarily the case. I was converted <laughs> by the spirit of God, so the music industry ain't really gonna glorify God. So I'm just not over there no more. That's all. That's good stuff, man. We got uh, the homie, man, Zadok, the God Hop MC on the line, man. We'll keep it locked. We're going to get back into some more of his music. Right now, we're going to go, uh, let's play that Romans 7, The Battle, uh, featuring uh, King Alico. Ah, yes, You're yes. tuned in to The Fix. The Fix is in. Yes, sir. Well, in me, that is, in my sinful nature, I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good that I want to do, but the evil that I do not want to do, this I keep doing. Now if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but it is sin living in me that does it. See my flesh be telling my spirit, man, look, that's the stuff we gon' do. And my spirit be yelling right back in my flesh, that's the stuff we gon' do. Either way, I'm from choosing the spirit of flesh, I'm still doing what I want. But I That's a mess. Still imperfect, even at my best. I know I'm falling short, and that is stress. I know the reason why, and that is flesh. I celebrate a sin, I had a fest. To be honest, did I like it? That is yes. But the path it had me on, that is death. I've been saved by the grace of God, that is blessed. But still, sometimes I find I do things that I don't want to do. That is sending me, my biggest sin to me. What am I supposed to do? Eh. That's when I depend on the Spirit of God, yeah. Hey, how can we be righteous but sometimes still feel like a frog, yeah A wretched man that I am How can I escape what enslaves me But I see the son of man Yeshua the Christ, he can save me The non-believer thinks I'm crazy But those opinions are not gonna faze me Best believe the old me is dying daily That's my John, don't not back down the hill. My flesh be telling my spirit, man, look That's the stuff we don't know And my spirit be yelling right back in my flesh That's the stuff we don't know Tell the law said thou shall not be covetous My heart was pricked when I discovered this In the streets the big homies ain't covered this The commandments have taught me what justice is It don't change between old and new covenants The word says we must rebuke our brothers When they refuse to fight against the clutch of sin But I'm just hoping you don't see None of my hypocrisy I'm no better than any other man Became what I was taught to be 
But that doesn't mean I'm passing blame for my faults. No, no. See, I have to confess that I'm guilty when I'm caught. Being transparent is what this is. We need cleansing like some dirty dishes. God is love, but he is also vicious. His mercy is for all, not just Christians. Preaching of the gospel is relentless because the Father's looking for repentance. There's a time appointed when he'll end this. Toss away wickedness like it's this. See, my flesh be telling my spirit, man, look. That's the stuff we gon' do. And my spirit be yelling right back at my flesh. That's the stuff we gon' do. Choosing the spirit of flesh, I'm still doing what I want. But I only wanna do that will, not my will. Love that I don't want to. The battle, the spirit, the flesh. Don't know if I'm cursed or I'm blessed. At times I feel like I'm a mess. At times I feel I'm in my best. Yes, sir. That was that Roman seven, the battle, man. Zay Doctor God Hop MC featuring uh King yeah, yeah. Calico, man. So go ahead and break that song down for the people, man. Zay. Uh man, basically, man, for those who know the Bible, um, when you go to the book of Romans, chapter seven, man, Paul just starts to break down the truth of what's really going on inside of man. And and, and if man can admit that I mean, even the most evil man sometimes might just feel like, yo, I really didn't I really was trying to fight against doing that, and I still wind up doing that. Paul says, man, I got to admit it's something deeper than just my own decision-making, but it's something else in me that's beyond me, and it's just that. Whatever sin is, that's in me, and how do I get rid of something like that? He was like, man, I look and I see Jesus Christ the righteous. Like, How can I be saved from this you know, situation, man? It's really, man, faith in Christ, and I just want people to know that the songs are... Uh, named after Bible verses because for the Christian who reads or for the Christian who don't read that much, if you think you're going to just listen to some good music, that's fine. But when you see that I named it after a Bible verse, I would hope it would cause you to think of the verse or go read it to re-familiarize yourself. And if someone don't know the Lord and they just looking at my CD track list, they'd be like, yo, this dude got all of these songs named after Bible verses. Maybe it may provoke them to go read the Bible verse if they actually like the song. So I'm just trying to be wise as a serpent, but as harmless as a dove. That's good. That's good. So, yeah, I know I've, I've heard you say a few times, man, um, not only in your music, but also on your social media posts, man. Um, you you, you kind of go in hard against the streets um, uh, with, with a lot of brothers saying, you know, hey, they make uh, street music, you know, whether it be pushing, selling drugs or violence, because that's all they know. That's that's all they're exposed to. And you, you had some uh, comments that you kind of had, you know, said back to them. So, you know, share with the people your thoughts on, you know, uh, just the way hip hop itself right now with the agenda of, you know, a lot of violence, a lot of drug dealing uh, being pushed and, and, you know, brothers pretty much saying that's all they know, that's all they knew at the yeah. time, and that's all they know now, so this is what they're going to push. Well, I'll say this. Um, the, the back story has become, a market, has become a marketing tool. You got cats who all they did was had a cousin who was a street goal. They were scared of the streets, but just because they was next to it, now they're talking about, like, that's all they ever knew. Mm. Man, stop it, homie. You feel what I'm saying? At the end of the day, Yes, I did things in the street. I wasn't the biggest, the baddest, had the most money, was the toughest, never the ladies' man like that, or nothing like that. But it's some guys I'm around whose story, if they say it, when they tell you the details of it, it's true. So I'm not saying that everyone who comes into hip-hop and they say, yo, this is what I've been through, 
that that's what they are, that they're necessarily lying. But if you're telling me that that's what you have been through, and now you're a multimillionaire, why are you still telling me that? Like, dude, like you, you, I mean, unless you just so foolish to still be immersed in it. Now you got $10 million and you still going to stand on the corner and sell eight balls. That's what you still do. You, you, your whole, you, you know what I mean? So if that's not what you're doing, like, like put it like this, I'm gonna give you a perfect example. Two chains just got married this past summer, right? He got married. I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear him on a song talking about how he's smashing every chick in the world. Now, if he still is, then he's breaking his marriage vow, which I know he took, and he's hurting his wife and, make, and embarrassing her in public. So all I'm saying is that that's when you first came out and you like, this, this was me, this is what I did, okay. But if it's always about the real life you live in, are you telling me now as a married man, you're still out here in the strip club and you're, you're sleeping with every stripper and this, that, and the third. Hopefully you're not. And if you're not, then why are you trying to put out the music as if that's who you still are? Number two is this. When dudes run the story that, oh, this is what I'm saying because this is all we had, what I'm saying is if you, if you got a brother who didn't sell drugs with you and he went to school and then went to college, even though he grew up in the same house with you. You know, Ricky from Boys in the Hood. Ricky wasn't doing what Doughboy was doing, was he? Nope. So when Doughboy, so can Doughboy come out and say, this all we did in the hood? No, that's what you chose to do in the hood. And I was honest and just, I'm just going to say, while some dudes want to run a story like it was no other choices, I'm going to tell you I, there were some other choices for me. But they didn't make, they, they wasn't offering me what I was looking for. I want some money. I want to trick some bread. I want to just spend a grand in the mall whenever I want. So when my uncle was like, hey, boy, you could come work at the sugar factory, I turned him down. <laughs> like, like, let's be honest. I was like, no, uncle, that ain't paying me no money like I want. But the sugar, working at the sugar factory with my uncle was on the table. So all I'm just saying is stop painting a false narrative as if all that's happening in the ghetto is drug dealing. It's just not. And so when dudes put that narrative out there as if that's the only choice. Now, if that's what you did, fine. But stop lying saying that's the only choice that was ever offered to you. I can't believe it because i just never seen it like that. I know goons. I know a dude who ran, who ran with one of the biggest drug crews in my city, and his mama was a lawyer. Stop it. And that's very true. Even pastor kids uh, are... Uh kind of wild uh so i just wanted to uh <laughs> no that's fast that's serious pks are wild uh, so um i listened to light work uh back from 2016 and oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah come yeah. on now oh, yeah. the fix is oh, in don't, 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 don't go to sleep we got you on the line we're gonna talk about everything we're talking about zadok <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so I listened to uh, Lightwork, and for the listeners who are listening, uh, Lightwork, he was a response to uh, Jahazel, mm -hmm. and he mentioned Hopspin after they disassociated themselves with Christianity. Um, now, I mentioned that being, being, being someone who grew up in another faith, um, a devout Muslim for well over 24, 25 years, uh, my whole life, um, and to be a, become a Christian um, and convert mm. most of my family afterwards. Um, how do you feel now regarding the 
the woke movement. And the reason I use woke movement, most people will say Hotep. Hotep has a different meaning and a different name, so I kind of don't want to disrespect Hotep, and I just say the woke movement. Yeah. So how do you feel right. regarding the woke movement itself? I don't believe that the woke movement has any answers for us. The woke movement. Now, I'm, I'm talking about what we call the movement itself versus um, uh, 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 individuals. I can't, unless I know an individual personally, I don't know what they have to offer. But if I'm going to judge it overall, it don't have the answers to help us um, as a people at least get closer to God. If You know, they just want people to recognize some stuff that they don't understand and people can get into it. But I'm not interested in that. I want to I, I wanna know what will help change our morality, what will help us be a little less selfish and things like that. When I came at uh, the old boy Jahaziel, hold on for a second. I left my key in the car. Forgive me. Um, when I came at Jahaziel, it was for this reason. I take seriously and am very careful with someone coming out saying, hey, I, I done lost faith and I don't know if I believe in God no more. Even if they make that a public statement, I wouldn't speak against them. I would actually, one, pray for them. Number two, try to reach out to them and say, hey, man, I heard you say, you know, you done lost faith. You know, what's been going on? You know, uh, you know we want to help if we can. That's one thing. But to, one, make a public declaration and say, not only am I done with being a Christian and believing in the Bible and Jesus, but now I'm on a campaign to tell people Jesus is false and that you need to leave the church. Oh, see, that's a whole different ball game. You should have just left and, you know, did what you was going to do. But if you left, you don't come back. It's like you leave the church and then you come back in with a, a, a African medallion on and, you know, talking about, hey, this is fake and y'all need to leave up out of here. What if he walked up in your church service doing that? How would you respond? So I had to make a reply to him just saying, bro, what you doing now is dangerous and it's anti-Christ. See, that right there, the gospel has to be defended. And once you're going to come to the people and say that Christ isn't real just because now you don't believe no more and going to say, let me break down to you how Jesus ain't real. The Bible is fake and you need to leave the church. Christian, being a Christian ain't something you should be. Well, now that's a whole different ball game. And so that was the only reason why I felt I needed to say something to Jehaziel. Um and as far as the woke movement back to Africa, well, all I can say is is that a lot of African culture, whether it's animist or tribal, it's idolatrous. They serve idols, and they serve things that aren't God. And so what's woke about that? You still sleep. It just sound a little bit better. That's all. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to touch that. But um, I want to preface I want to preface my question a little bit, um, and I try to be as transparent with the with the people that we talk to on the show as I can. Um, I am probably the most critical of Christian hip hop yeah. and music in and art in general uh, on the show. Right, right. In life, I have, in life. <laughs> period. As you ex- understand it, in grace. <laughs> I have uh, I have an affinity for art uh, and and a, and a desire to see art uh, uh, transcend um, and evolve, right? And okay. so, in in my experience of Christian hip hop, and I, I have a little bit of a of of history in it. Um, I've I've gone back to to gospel gangsters, mm-hmm. 
uh, with my, my early beginnings. Um, I've done some recording myself. So I have a little bit of understanding. Uh, in my Bro, I'm sorry, were you were you in Gospel Gangsters? No, 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 no. No, oh, I was okay. not. I was about to say, which one was you, homie? No, sir. No, <laughs> that, would, that would have been fire, though. No, sir. But uh, my, 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 uh, my examination of Christian hip-hop uh, pro- provides me with, with the insight that there, there isn't as much innovation uh, coming from within the subgenre as is necessary for the, those who, who uh, suggest that they are top-tier artists uh, to to yeah. find themselves in that top tier lane, uh, and I and, gotcha. and my question to you is: If you feel like that that statement is false, uh, if yes, then you know, give me some examples of where the innovation is happening and what that innovation within Christian hip hop looks like. And if you feel like the 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 statement is true, then what can innovation look like, and where can we look to uh, to see that innovation? Because I know that there, I I, I see. There are some artists that I believe are innovating, and I see those artists finding themselves in different spaces. Gotcha. So. Hmm. That's an interesting and great question. And, and wow. Hey, shout out, go to heck up, my homie Lavoisier, because we be in groups and we talk about this stuff all the time. Um, I'll say this, bro. To be honest with you, you're talking to somebody who come out of street rap. Mm-hmm. Like, so, yo, when in 2008, when I decided I was going to leave the street rap alone and I, I put down the mic for almost a year mm-hmm. before I picked it up again. Cause I was like, if I'm going to keep writing, I can't keep talking this stuff and claim to be serving God. I mean, I go to church faithfully now. I'm helping at the church. I can't keep having the, you know, on the weekends, I'm money, guns and alcohol rapper guy. You mm-hmm. feel me? Mm-hmm. But I was bred in that culture and whatever we, however we rapped and whatever was the thing at the moment that we was doing, I came into Christian hip hop with that. As a matter of fact, when I started writing and rapping and I started putting them, putting out music again, I gave it to the streets cause I didn't, I wasn't in a church or I was at a church at a church, but I had no relationships in churches where I'm making my music and giving it to Christians. I, I went back to the same places I did everything, and I was just doing it there. I was still going to the same open mics. A year later, I was just coming in, rapping, and it was like, oh, that's torture, because that, that, that was my name in Battle Rap, torture. Mm-hmm. They was like, oh, that's torture. But then they got a new me. So that was my innovation. Maybe the style, to be honest. I'm just being honest about me. Mm-hmm. So I, I can only use me and not be hypocritical towards another artist. I, whatever style I had that they knew and were familiar with is what I brought back to them style wise. Mm -hmm. But what I innovated was nobody else was getting up at open mics at the club where the bar is open and all the hood is there giving God glory and saying what I was saying. Not one, not one. If if anybody said something positive, they was almost God body or something. Mm -hmm. They sound a little bit like common sense. So, when I hear about innovation, I'm going to say this. I didn't find out about Christian hip-hop till 2008 as a genre, and I didn't even start listening to it until 2010. And I'll tell you this. Shout out to my brother Emmanuel Lambert. Love him to death. But when I met Truth at a concert here in Buffalo, New York, at a big uh, community center in our downtown called the Christian Center, it was a guy who threw an event. He brought Truth. I never heard of Truth. 
I seen that dude perform live, I was like, ain't he nice? And he sounded like Hove a little bit to me. So when I met him afterward, because it was my man throwing a concert, and I'm backstage, and I'm like, hey, homie, was good? I'm like, yo, you nice? I was like, yo, anybody ever tell you you kind of sound like Hove? That man told me, hey, man, I, I've never even listened to Jay-Z. I was like, eh, okay, eh, <laughs> you know. I, well, I, I'm going to tell you this. If anybody in the streets hear you, I'm telling you, the streets going to say you sound like Hove. But it was what it was. So I'm not sure that from the beginning Christian hip-hop was ever purely something that was supposed to be separate from hip-hop in the, in the guise of style. Like, whatever is dope out here, you start to hear it on the radio. Like, once Drake come out, you hear a whole bunch of Drake clones. Once Jay-Z came out, if you're from New York or Boston or Philly, it was a whole bunch of dudes running around sounding like Jay. When Boot Camp was out, it was dudes sounding like Boot Camp. When Nas dropped, it was a whole bunch of dudes sounding like Nas. So all I'm saying is, is that I don't believe there ever was a time in rap music, regular rap, where you get someone who comes out who gets to set a bar, and then you get a whole bunch of people who, who, who kind of emulate that style and try to put their own twist on it. Christian hip-hop is just a whole bunch of guys who rap, and, and, and like you said, you're kind of the, the, the innovation of the style comes from the bigger market of rap. Your innovation is your message. Like when gangster rap came out, them dudes still kind of sounded a little bit like Ice-T in them to me, like the way they rapped in WA, but what they were talking about was innovative. So I believe Christian hip-hop's innovation is the glory of God into hopefully the mainstream um, platform of music. I'm not sure how many Christian artists will kind of sound too different from what's out there, but if we get our opportunity to have the platform, then maybe as artists are used to bigger platforms, someone will show up with their own little style and it'll be different. Like I like Social Club. Social Club is one of the most different groups that come out of Christian hip hop. But Social Club still remind me of Beastie Boys with Modern Beast. But that's me, though, when I first ever heard them. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm, I'm under the impression that Christian hip-hop is a sub-genre of hip-hop overall and what sets Christian hip-hop apart from gangster rap, dub, um, trap, if you will, where you're just talking about selling drugs and chopping up bricks in the trap, is the message and the innovation is the message not necessarily the style and if anyone does come out of christian hip-hop who has this unique style people ain't never really heard like that then they're probably not only going to influence more babies that sound like them in chh but if the secular platform get a hold of it and think it's dope they might copy it and put it out there before that guy even gets to introduce himself to the world so listen man i'm gonna press you a little bit on this topic all right and and the reason I'm doing I'm, the reason I'm doing this is because I've I've had these conversations with many artists, and I am of the the stream of thought that one of the reasons that Christian hip hop has not found itself regularly uh, being recognized for its uh, its abilities and its success is because many of the artists sound like artists that are already out, just with a different message, and so what it what it what it creates is is a a section of hip-hop that is only for 
those who are in the church, right? And so when I think about the idea of ministry, right, ministry itself can be designed to reach people who are not currently involved in the church, right? And so when I think of artists that are considered top tier, right, and when I say top tier, I'm thinking, let's say, top 10 uh most popular artists currently, right? And so I'm thinking about artists like a J. Cole. I'm thinking about artists like uh, like Jay, right? I'm thinking about like a Kendrick. I'm thinking about artists who have found a way to be unique in what they bring to the table, right? They found a way to create a style and a sound that is unique to them, right? At some points, sounds that, that, that cannot be em- emulated. Right. There is no one who sounds like Kendrick because there is no way for you to sound like Kendrick. You get what I'm saying? And so and so my 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 pushback to that is if there was innovation uh, coming out of Christian hip hop on a regular basis, then there would be space for 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 more of the acceptance in a mainstream platform. And and that's that's visible at visible is visible to me. Because there are artists who who don't uh, consistently or intentionally associate themselves with the 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 subgenre of Christian hip hop that have found success in those spaces. So you think about an artist like uh, Toby, or you think about Aha Gazelle, or you think about Andy Minio, right? Like these are artists who have found a way to create a sound that is uniquely theirs, and not that it's the only time that the sound has ever been made. But it's a sound that they've been able to to use to define who they are. And so when you hear it, you know that it's them. Right. Um, I am of the thought that if Christian artists, right, were were able to uh, pursue artistry in a more disciplined, assertive and uh, uh, aggressive way, that they would be able to create styles that couldn't be denied. Right. And the other side of this for me is that in, in modern music. Like the 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 way that artists are putting music out rapidly, like you can get three albums from one artist in one year. That's not something that I have seen a Christian hip hop artist that I believe is has has shown that they can do that. Right. So I feel like there are spaces uh, within Christian hip hop that maybe they just still need to be developed. Maybe they still need to be maneuvered. But the, the areas there's always the the conversation of. Christian hip hop artists don't have the money behind them, so that's why they're not getting the looks. And and I am of the thought that you know a big part of it isn't isn't the money, it's that the music doesn't sound new. It sounds like what's already being played. That's interesting. I think that to put it like this, that there is there is a lot of truth to what you're saying, but because it's true, don't. But because it's true doesn't necessarily mean that there's a problem. You may just find a problem with it. You feel what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. there's a difference between it being a problem uh, 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 for you versus it not being a problem for the next man. But do like you think instance, that is? Do you think that it plays a role in 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 the success in mainstream of of Christian hip hop music? I I would say it can partly play a success, but I also believe, like for instance, my homie King Shad, who did the uh, single with me for my for my latest video, Live Now. My homie King Shad went to 106 and Park right before 106 and Park went off the air. If any of you remember, they used to they introduced the uh, 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 U R uh, Smack URL 
they had took over the the the, the, uh, the freestyle battles on Fridays. If you any of y'all remember this, some years ago, yeah. right when 106 and Park was in its last two years, and they was doing them Friday freestyle battles, Smack took it over, and that's when Saga was on there, and Saga lost to T Top and all that kind of stuff, right? My homie King Shad, who is also a freestyle battler, who Saga was pushing, yo, you should get into the battle leagues as a Christian. He went to 106 and Park in D.C. when they was doing auditions to find a new round of um, artists to try to put out on a Freestyle Friday. Do You know my man made it to the lab. To, he made it to the final five, and the dude told him straight up. It got to the point where they was putting dudes two-on-one, two like, well, yo, like, you two battle him. And he kept killing them with Christian content, freestyling, because he's dope like that. They told my man straight up, and if you ever talk to him, he'll tell you, yo, they told me straight up. They'll never let that on. They told him straight up, we, you're winning, but I'm just telling you right now, like the powers that be won't allow us to put a, a they're not, unless you snuck it and hit it, there's no way they're going to let you get on a Jewish-run television station. That's what a lot of people don't know BET is ran by, some, mm -hmm. you know, some, some Jewish cats. That's who, uh, that's who, uh, the brother, uh, who used to own it, that's who he sold it to. Glory. He was like, no, they're going to. He's like, yeah, they're not going to let you on. They're not going to let you on with that content because it is a conflict of interest to the, to, to the audience thereafter. So I do believe you have a point that by Christian hip-hop having a lot of artists, probably 90, 95% of the artists, that, you know, hey, they'll remind you of somebody. That's great, like I have said about truth. So what you're saying is true. But another thing is this, the world hears their own. And people don't really want to hear messages that say that not just encouraging you to love God, but what does it take to love God to flee from evil? Who want to hear that? For real, for real. Because the music right now allows you to glory in all your, you, you know what I'm saying? You could be a man who, who, who trying to be faithful to your wife, but they don't mind music playing all day that tells you to lead a club with another man's wife. Have a one-night stand. Get your money. Pop a pill. Who wants to hear artists how many artists they going to let on Friday night spin shows in any city USA talking about stay away from the drugs, man? Yo, no, nah, don't be out here fornicating in these clubs, homie. Don't be out here encouraging these women to strip, man. Try, you know what I mean? Marry a woman, respect her and love her, take care of your kids. Do you really think that that don't have nothing to do with it either? Hmm. So in my opinion, I believe that that plays a part equally as with what you're saying. So that's why when you hear artists who seem to run in some circles of influence, the songs of them that might become po a little bit popular with people out in the world, it ain't saying what we really need to say to the world as Christians, in my opinion. And I want to say one more thing. You, you brought up some people. I'll tell you this, like Eminem sounds unique to us, but until you hear the mixtapes when he was in Detroit, when he was going to them, Eminem lost a couple of battles. Um, yeah, he man, lost a I'm couple a, of uh, talent showcases. I'm going to be honest with you, man. Eminem, became, Eminem is the wrong artist to put in front of me because I got a thing again. I, I, I'm not a fan of, like, white rappers at the moment. So, like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Eminem, no, ain't, Eminem no, no. ain't the one. No, that's cool. I was just trying to make the point. Like, a lot of people, when they heard Eminem, they mm. felt he was so unique. But Eminem wasn't that unique. Because I, I heard the mixtapes Eminem was on before we ever heard of yeah. him. And when he was rocking with Obi Trice and Royce and them boys, mm -hmm. if you listen to their back and forth, um, if you listen to their back and forth uh, 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 mix CDs from the, from the late 90s, 
oh, now you know. No, it's not that the white dude's style was 100% unique. You can hear that he sound like his crew, mm. but he was the one who got the shot. I'm going to tell you this. A lot of people forget that Kendrick, Anderson, Pack, and a few other cats mm. had a movement in yeah, California. Yeah, yeah. So when we think that, that Kendrick sounds unique, when people heard Anderson Pack, they actually was like, yo, who does dude that sound like Kendrick? But then we came to find out, no, actually, him and Kendrick was doing their thing together. Mm-hmm. Even, when you look, even when you look at Nas, you know, he came out and people felt he had a unique style. He was just a G-Rap on another level. G-Rap said, yo, when I pushed Nas to seven labels, they told me they weren't interested because he sounded too much like me. So at the end of the day, all I can say is, is that when you have these guys out here who seem to have a uniqueness, even Drake, I'm from Buffalo, New York, and Toronto is like our second home because it's like New York City, just an hour and a half away. Mm-hmm. Um, dudes in New York always say they call dudes from Buffalo Canadians. They say, man, you, you're almost Canadian. You're just five minutes away, <laughs> right? But we was hearing Drake over here on mixtapes because, it, because it's a dude in, uh, in Toronto named Big Apple who had a movement. He was putting Drake's on all the major mixtapes in Toronto back when Shaq Claire and all of these boys and Cardinal Official had the names in Toronto. And we knew when we first heard Drake, you know what we said on this side? We was like, dang, he sounded like a mix between like Kanye and Lil Wayne. But people almost make it seem like he fathered a style where it seemed like he took two other rappers' style and made a new one to me. So all I can say is this. I do believe that you do have to have a few rappers who just have their different little element to them that seems to give them a uniqueness, even if you got a little bit of something that reminds us of something, but it's clear you have a uniqueness. But in Christian rap, I believe it's just a micro of the macro of hip-hop, which is you probably got about 10% of the cats who may have what seemed like an original style, and then the rest of the game is a whole bunch of people who can do that well because labels want to sell records. And dudes at the end of the day in Christian hip-hop want to sell records. You tuned into the fix, man, and uh, we got Zadok, man, on the line, man, and we talking some good stuff. Keep it locked. We gonna get into another one of your tracks, Zadok, man. Let's get into this, uh, the, your single, actually for uh, oh, your yeah. album, Cocoon. Let's get into uh, Live Now, featuring King Shad. You tuned into the fix. Yeah, yeah. Crime mode. Crime mode. Look at the warnings, look at the warnings, look at the signs, are you paying attention, cause it can be your time, so live now, live now, live now, live now, live now, live now, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow's not promised, so live now, live now, live now, live now, you gotta go get it. Tomorrow I promise What you wasting your time for Like you walking around with a blindfold Better get on your job in that grind mode Gotta dig in that mountain to find gold my survival is dictated by words in that Bible. At one time I was running from five oh. Now I'm in church and I'm running revival. Revival. We just trying to make it, fam. When God gives you a chance, better take it, fam. Better take it, fam. And what He puts on the plate, I'ma eat it up like it's a leg of lamb. The heavenly Father forgave us, and through His Son Jesus, He has made a way for man. Our sin came between us, but He has redeemed us. He had a plan since He created man. In this game of life, you better play your best, 'cause the time will come when you get laid to rest. We be making these moves and we say we bless every day, and we pray that we slay the flesh. 
We love our ladies and babies. I'm a man and my job is to make the nest. When you making deals, it can get crazy. I know my value, I won't let you pay me less. Whatever's mine, I gotta find it. Ain't no sitting back and watching time tick. Gotta stay focused, not let the mind slip. Watch your step and not fall in that slime pit. Gotta be sure with decisions. Once it is done, you cannot rewind it. I'm responsible for my assignment. I'm a man, so I'm always reminded to... Look at the warnings, look at the warnings. Look at the signs, look at the signs. Are you paying attention? Paying attention. Look, cause it can be your time. So live now, live now, live now, live now, live now, live now. Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow's not promised. So live now, live now, live now, live now, live now. Tomorrow, I promise. What you waiting for? God didn't open up every door. God didn't leveled up every floor. It's who you're holding, you moving for. You see the scar, walk on the water. You see the shore, miracle happens. You still in shore. Feel secure, don't be insecure. We in war. God plug, yeah, I'm in the source. Doing chores 'cause we dirty, y'all. Back sore, gotta keep cross. One mission is to save the lost. No bill, Jesus paid it all. Kill me before I turn on God. Feel me, oh precious Lord. Tell thee just over, Paul. Last days ain't no time warning. Warning, brother, that the time's coming. Get out the water, yeah, the time's coming. Sword drawn, cutting something. Dollar want a word, bucking something. Russia came in with you, still fussing. Be with the Lord, still humble. Coming back on the horse for those who front. So get it right now. All you really have is right now. Before the buzzer hitting lights out, the pressure on and you tap out. The savior leave and you left out. The book of life when you exed out. Forever burning in the trap house. Don't believe me, fam. Put your phone out. Look at the warnings. Look at the warnings. Look at the signs. Look at the signs. Are you paying attention? Paying attention. Cause it can be your time. So live now, live now, live now, live now, live now, live now. Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow's not promised. So live now, live now, live now, live now, live now. Tomorrow, not promised. Tomorrow, not promised. Hey, say what? Tomorrow's my promise. Live now, live now. Live now, live now. That's that live now, man, off of that new cocoon project from Zadok, man. Zadok, man, I, I, I'm feeling that joint right there, man. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I seen the video for it, man. And uh, I got, I got, I actually got real pumped. That's why uh, I reached out to you. Like, all right, we got, we got to interview him, man. I'm, I'm feeling this joint right here. So, no, for real, that, that one right there, it's, it's, right it's, there. yeah, it's a lot of, it's a lot of good meat in the lyrics that you got in that. Now, I'm, I'm, I appreciate that from you. You always give substance as a believer and what you believe in. You, you leave no doubt on the track. You, you say what you need to say, and I think that a lot of times people don't speak up enough about their faith, what they believe, morals, values, everything that's going on. So just break that break that song down real quick for the people. Hey, praise God. Yeah, man, that's that Ecclesiastes nine, man, and and um and as um as Solomon said, he said, Man, you know, it you know, we we know that every man has you know, has his appointed time, you know, to live and to die. And he said, Man, 
He said, man, while you living and you strong, he said, whatever your hand find to do, do it with all your might because once you're gone, you have no opportunity to do none of that. And people is just running around, you know, not appreciating what God has given them. And everyone is also chasing what the world is offering them. So instead of you working hard in your capacity for your family where you are, not saying what you can't strive to be, mm-hmm. but have an appreciation for where you are, Every time you hear someone tell, like, live your best life and all of this kind of stuff that's out there, even sometimes in church culture, the Lord don't want you broke. He wants you to live and live more abundantly. Well, what Christ was talking about ain't had nothing to do with no money, first of all. And then second of all, like, yo, everybody in this wicked world ain't going to have the opportunity to just get fame and wealth. So at the same time, while some people telling you to strive for fame and wealth, like, yo, like, wherever you are now, like, if you always wanted to drive the metro bus all your life and now you got your metro job, man, live now, man. Do the best you can there. If some, some cats, man, I know some dudes who used to be out here in the street, and when they was young, they had a football coach, man, who, who just, man, had a big impact on their life, man. They was able to go to high school and college, mm-hmm. and then they still wind up coming back, and all they want to do every year, man, they want to coach Little League homies from their hood to encourage them because they know a lot of boys ain't got father figures in the hood. If that's what you want to do, oh, I'm coaching basketball, man, because these summer leagues are important for the little homies. If that's what your calling is, then, man, live now, man. Do that. And I just wanted to encourage the average dude and I always make the message about get the most money you can and this, that, and the third. Just, man, live now. And so that's really what it was about, man, you know, and I hope that um, grown people can um, can appreciate that because at the end of the day, sometimes – I, I deal with cats in these churches, and they make it seem like Christian rap is just for youth groups. Well, it's clear I ain't a youth group rapper. You understand what I'm saying? So, look, I'm talking to your daddy and <laughs> your big brother, and you can listen to that music because most rap that young people listen to, it's not necessarily always aimed at them. You're usually talking to the OGs out there, and the little dudes is just listening, trying to pick up game. So I'm talking to the adults, and the young homies going to listen and pick up game on how to serve God and what they should do out here. Because when you listen to rap music, most dudes talk about they code they live by. So if, if, if I had no code, really, my code was sin. God has rewritten my code, and I believe in it. I don't really got too much else to talk about. Whatever I got to talk about is always the code guiding me in my life decisions. So how I, I don't know what else I'm supposed to be talking about. I dig it, man. And it, it leads into the question that I'm about to ask. Um, like here in Live Now, um, actually it was the, the first song I heard uh, of yours, period. And it made me want to go listen to like everything else. Um, and then I looked up the bio, and the first thing that stuck out was the ministry work that you do. Uh, and in Living Now, Tell me how you do that with ICU, which is, to me, seems very, very important. So tell us more oh, about ICU. Oh, wow. He, he, done, he, he done background checked me. Yeah. No, that's what's good. That's what I do. Um, to be honest, you to be to honest fix, with you, man. the ICU. Make sure you know about that, man. You're on the fix. God. <laughs> huh? I said, you're on the fix, man. We, that's what we do, man. We we would never no, insult no, you that way. <laughs> no, no, that's what's really good. I, yo, I appreciate the homie who was bringing them questions that we was on before the song. Like, I like him. I can hang around him because he liked to talk like me. Like, me and him have been sat in Applebee's and an eight, and we still there an hour and a half later. I like him a lot. Yeah. Um, a before but, C. A before C is his name, yep. <laughs> but to be honest, um, the ICU, 
you know, was my attempt at introducing Christian hip-hop to the broader community of my city and the church because what has happened is I'm in a city where, you know, probably, I don't know where you guys are exactly, but you probably, a lot of the churches that people go to are traditional. And they have these traditions, man, that have been here since the early 1900s or the mid-1900s or whatever. And I don't have no issue with tradition, but, you know, just like, you know, at one time, Mahalia Jackson was found, on, was found upon in the church. She was the first gospel artist on television. She was found upon in the church culture, like black traditional church. But now, all of these years later, Mahalia Jackson is the mother of, like, call and response Christian music. Everybody is, is using her style today. So when I look at it, I'm like, yo, our young brothers and sisters in the church, the reality is this. My homie proved this to me. He said, yo, bro, I DJ for all, like, the Christian youth events. When you, he said, do you know how it make me feel when you playing all the dope Christian stuff that you got and these kids come up asking for Cardi B? Or you at a Christian uh, party that the church is allowing for the for, for the high school and college cats, and they bring a DJ, and they're like, look, man, don't be playing all that crazy music. But the kids is demanding, you know, back then to hear, like, let's say, like Lil Wayne when he was super popping, like, uh, a Millie. He was like, bruh, I'm telling the pastors, like, yo, these kids, these church kids is coming to ask for all the stuff that's on the radio. And... The pastor, he said the pastor wasn't really feeling him. So he said one day what he did was they let him do, and they let him at one of the Thursday night Bible studies. My homie go to a church where, I don't know if you ever heard of this, but like on a Thursday night, his church got like 300 people there for Bible study on Thursday. I'm like, dang, son. So they let him do like a, a, a little open mic presentation. That man said he on purpose. He did one song one way. They rocked with him a little something, but he said, yo, I did, a, I did another song over a Drake beat where I just played the Drake beat, and I, um, um, and I just did my own rap on it. He said just when the beat came on, the church went crazy, and he said he looked at the pastor and said, okay, you've seen it with your own eye. So what happens is this. I, would, I did it. I, me and my homies came together in 2014, and we started doing these Christian rap events. Every 90 days, we brought a new Christian rap artist to my city. We, had, we didn't have everybody here. We did 14 events between January 2014 and October of 2017. 14 concerts, bro. We brought Social Club, Eshan. We had Bizzle. We, everybody on God Over Money roster was here. Um... We had, uh, I mean, man, and we had regional artists. You understand what I'm saying? So we just were able to bring a lot of people here. And what happened was it gave me an opportunity to get churches used to the idea that, look, if these kids going to listen to rap, there's an alternative to what they're listening to. And y'all need to be proactive that if they don't know about it, point them towards it. And then at the same time, it allowed me to meet a lot of homies in CHH who I didn't know. We were just putting together four or five thousand dollar budgets, and every ninety days we spent about four or five grand on another event. And so that's what the ICU was, and what it did was you didn't have to pay money to get in. We just asked you to bring someone with you who don't know the Lord like that. So if you go to a church and you found out about it, bring your cousin, bring your homie from the hood with you, and it introduced a lot of people to Christian hip hop. And uh, we think it was a good move. We had a good three year run doing that.
Yo, hey, what's up, man? That, hey, you, you just got a new fan, bro. My name is uh, Ronnie Knight. Uh, and uh, I had never, I, I, I could keep it 100, I had never heard of you. Um, but I'm loving, I love the way you answer the questions. I love your heart for the Lord. And so I've heard you um, give a lot of incredible spiritual advice, especially within the, the Christendom and the hip hop community. I want to ask you uh, how important is it to stay in shape physically as well? And what physical advice would you give, you know, just little, little young homies and just, you know, people listening? Man, that's crazy. Wow. Yo, what kind of show is this, man? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> You're too dear to the fix. Yo, <laughs> yo, this is yo, this is dope. I don't know what dudes is doing. I think your, your homie asked me about innovation. I think y'all might be innovating with this. With, with this, we are with these kind of questions y'all ask. Tell everybody, um, man, to tune in. I'm telling you, <laughs> <laughs> for real. No, this is awesome. Yo, you know what? I'll say this. Like, man, hey, I have a uh, I have a Planet Fitness. Um, uh, uh, um, joint and hog mob, especially when we torn, we like to be like, Hey homie, man, get you a plant, a planet fitness membership. So no matter what state we in, in America, as long as a planet fitness open, we can go there, pay your $20 a month and, and get that. Or if you got a certain health insurance and it lets you cover your, your, you know, your gym membership off that, if you ain't no gym rat, man, walk, run, be active. And also outside of that, you know, the stuff that you choose to eat. I mean, America is a big melting pot of, 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 of experiment, and we got food over here that in Europe, some countries label certain American foods. They label, they call it Franken-food, bruh. They call it in Europe. Look it up. Franken-food, meaning that, yo, y'all scientists is putting stuff together, and, you know, they got us eating diets that they created for American soldiers back in World War II because you can't cook meals out on the battlefield like that. So that's where processed foods come from. It comes from the battlefield. But once they seen they could mass produce for, for soldiers at war, once war is over, you created industries just to feed soldiers. Now these industries making millions off the military, but now war is over. So now they come back and find a way, how can they uh, turn this into a product to get the hundreds of millions of American citizens to buy it. And in the 1950s, we began eating processed foods in this country. In the 1950s, the average American ate about close to probably about five pounds of sugar over an entire year. Now the average American actually consumes about, they say in some cases, anywhere from 20 to 50 pounds of sugar a year. So we just have to be careful. We have to really understand how we're eating. And as my brother who has some health issues, he went to the doctor. He said the doctor told him this. Look, if you ain't really into conventional medicine like that, he said, man, if it come in a can, it's come from man. <laughs> That's just it. He had to say nothing That's else. True though. So just eat out of cans and boxes less. And when you shop, when you go to the grocery store, shop around the outer rim of the store first, where the more natural breads are, where all the fruits and vegetables are. And then just, you know, I'm not telling nobody really what they can and can't eat. Just with anything, man, be moderate and sometimes try to discipline yourself. And I'm not saying it because I got it all together, but I will tell you this. Hey, if you meet me and most of my team, we are in shape, and you got some homies who come from bad habits. One of my homies, you know, he just got recently diagnosed, you know, with type 2 diabetes, at least the beginning stages. The doctors told him, look, you can kind of, you can get that under control where right now you don't need to take insulin or nothing. And at the end of the day, for him, it was this. Yo, they say, you know, this run in our family. 
I'm not 100% if it necessarily run in our family more than bad eating habits run in our family. We usually grow up eating how our parents and our family fed us. So if you grew up around a family and it was always fried chicken, baked macaroni every week, and this, that, and the third, and every day it was fried this, fried that, as you grow, that's probably what you used to, and then you pass it on to yours. So we in a new age now, and I would just say try to be, um, try to stay in shape, and try to not, and try to eat less uh, sugar and less processed food. You probably can't get away from it totally, but the more mindful of it you are, you know, you might be able to do better. Well, I dig it. Uh, well, this this Rico again. So I'm I'm more the the numbers guy. Um, I'm very very active with youth. Um, and since I'm one of the younger Christians of the group, uh, watch yourself. I say younger Christians of the group. I didn't say younger in age. Respect the OGs. Uh, I didn't say younger in age. Uh, although I am like one of the oldest of the, of on the, on the show, I am actually the youngest in 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 the kingdom. Um, in the faith, I, I got it. So, for someone new into the faith, how do you introduce them? in such a way that they want to grow in the faith beyond the music. Because I, I say that because I, I know you're big in evangelism where, so for me, who's studying to be a minister, um, who's big on evangelism himself. And it's kind of odd growing from a different religion to do that. Uh, I just, that's just what I do. Um, but I'm very big in apologetics as well. Yet you have a different standpoint because not only did you come from the streets and can actually reach them, I come from the streets, yet I don't feel that I can reach them. How would you reach those and evangelize to those in the streets? Wow, that's a great question. Um, well, I would say this. My presentation to those in the street is first, uh, put it like this, man. Most of the hurt you ever going to have in your life, bro, it ain't going to come from complete strangers. It's going to come from people you know for the longest time and who you love. Most of your fights in life don't come with complete strangers, man. They come from those who you know and love. So we usually learn how to have relationships from our own family and friend environment as we've grown up in our lives. And then in the, in the church family, as you come into Christ and you gain, gain literally, I hope people had them kind of relationships in their fellowships, you gain more brothers and sisters. Like, you love these people just as if, you know, they were the family you grew up with all your life. And so the social abilities that you learn with them, as you learn how to talk to people, I mean, how do you talk to the homie who just, you know, who then did a couple bids back and forth in jail, and he finally really trying to get it right. So he home, and he been coming to church for the last six months with his, you know, with his fiance. He been trying to stay out of trouble. But he just not too long ago was in the he, he was in the streets and he'd been in and out of jail. So the same way I talked to him when he decided to come to church is the same way that I talk I would try to talk to him if he hadn't walked into the church. I don't go to the I, I don't go to the streets and talk to them about stuff that they don't know nothing about. When dudes got a you know, when your dad ain't around and your mom might have a little uh problem finding for love and you you done seen men and out the house all your life and you out here feeling you got to get money for yourself so you're going to be on the block with your homies. Maybe you're doing dirt on a big level or not. And I also want to say this, too. When we say talk to the streets, 
I don't just always find people who doing illegal stuff in the streets. The cats, to me, the streets is whoever ain't in the church. Right. So, so, so at the end of the day, I just know how to talk to people. It don't always work with everybody, but I just know how to talk to people. So, for real, I got nephews, man, who goons. I got family members who goons. I got family members, man, in their 40s and ain't never had a job. So that lets you know, yeah, if you get what I'm saying, you understand what I'm saying. And the way I talk to them is the way I'm going to talk to another man. When, I, when my cousin out here and he got about like four or five baby mamas and he's still out here and the police done caught him with a pistol again and this, that, and the third. The same way I talk to him in love, I don't have no big, I don't come to him and be like, brother, don't you know Jesus loves you? No, that ain't how I come. I'll be like, yo, cuz, yo, what you doing is for? Like, man, I'm trying to feed my family. I'm like, yo, cousin, if that's really what you out here for, then is, do you think it's time to find another way to feed your family, King? Because the truth of the matter is that every time you go, every time you go to jail and you come home a year and a half later, your son did a year and a half without you. You're going to keep making little man bed without you, and then you gonna, when he say, Dad, why are you in jail? You're going to say it's because I'm trying to feed you. I make, I, the, what God has given me is to talk to people, find out what people feel and what, and, and what they're going through, and then, like our master did, I, I've prayed to God to give me what Christ had. Christ used parables that was always meant to cause the person to realize who they are. And if they can admit who they are, then the Holy Spirit takes over and works in their own conscience. It's always about a man conscience. So your words sometimes won't be as effective as a man's own thought. And so just find out. Go on the block. Hey, man, you know, how y'all doing out here? What's good? Like, hey, man, I know y'all probably out here, man, just living and y'all trying to survive. I ask dudes, I'll be like, yo, what's y'all biggest problem out here? Like, you know, like, what do y'all feel it would take for you to not be out here on the block no more. Some dudes will laugh you off like, man, what you talking about, homie? I love the block. I ain't, man, yeah, I ain't trying to get it. But some dudes be like, man, look, man, ain't no good jobs out here, homie. There's that and the third. But once they say it ain't no good jobs out here, now I open them up. Is it that there's no good jobs out here? Like, let's say it was a good job out here. Do you got a degree for it? Like, you, you, you got, if they was offering training, would you go get that training for a job? Now all of a sudden I'm having a, I'm having a discussion with black dudes about, Going to get training. How many of y'all boys, you know, finish high school? Like, man, I ain't got time for this, that, and the third, da, da, da. Like, yo, homie, you could get your GED. I told one dude, man, why don't you go to school at night three days a week and hit the block in the morning? <laughs> I didn't tell him leave the block. I said, man, sell your drugs in the morning and go to your GED class three, three nights a week. So it's a process. It's a process. And as we built, he was like, yeah, homie. He's like, you know what? Like, yo, I dig you, bro. Like, I, I really feel because I'm telling them principles. And as I've created a relationship, then what happens is somebody, some way, somehow, just really asks me why I care. And once I tell them why I care, I put the Lord on the table to them. Like, look, man, I care because God care. Like, man, like, I got a new code. And that's how, the, and that's how it starts. Yo, I, yo, I'll never forget my homie Seven. Shout out Hog Mob. Shout out my bro Seven. He went into a juvenile detention center, had about 100 young homies in front of him, probably ages is like 14 to 18. He looked them all in their face and said, hey, man, I know a lot of y'all in here, and y'all, you know, and whether you, whether you want to admit you in here because you know you did wrong or you claim you innocent. He said, 
I'm telling you, I know God loves every one of y'all in here. And y'all probably looking at me like, what make you think that? He looked at all of them and said, because you got caught. Last question, Zadok, man. We're going we gonna to get you out of here, man. We sure appreciate you, man. Uh, speak a little bit about, uh, do you think that uh, Christian hip-hop has had an impact on mainstream hip-hop? Um, particular, um, I know within like the last two, three years, I want to say it was three years ago, um, artists like Chance the Rapper, uh, his Grammy performance at the Grammys, uh, him doing a song specifically for that. He's also been very vocal on a lot of his music, the coloring book on his faith. I know we've had, uh, Kanye, the old Kanye with Jesus Walks, which is probably one of the, you know, biggest tracks out of a, a mainstream artist that, you know, really spoke about, you know, his faith and his belief. But speak a little bit about do you think Christian hip hop Christian hip hop has had an impact on mainstream now within the last, I would say, two to three years with artists like Snoop Dogg coming forth and doing a whole gospel album. Um, you know, and I and I can keep going on Chance the Rapper and, you know, Wale, uh, artists like that been more vocal specifically with faith infused or Christian songs on their projects. Yo, that's an interesting dynamic because I'm not sure all the time to know if Christian hip hop itself has had an influence more than what Christian hip-hop claims its mission is, has had an influence. See, Christian hip-hop gets its cue from the Word of God, supposedly, and from our the testimony of our lives. Some of these people have grown up around church, and at the end of the day, some of them actually have been exposed to Christian hip-hop. You know what's interesting? Um, the homie Bizzle, when he did music, when, when he did a video with Bun B, that was like fire, too. Almost, it, yeah, that was yeah, fire, too. It's almost too. like people let that, like, skip past them. Because I believe that if Christian rappers who are really about trying to, and shout out to G.O.M. and my homie Biz, when they make moves like that, people can kind of underestimate the moves. Like I said, like, yo, like, homies like uh, 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 Snoop Dogg and, and boys like that, like, they know Seven. Because Seven was known for doing, you know, he, he was known for bringing what he did early into the clubs like they never performed in churches in the early days of hog mob all of their events were in all the regular nightclubs in cali mm. and so what happened was some artists may have seen that now when you get artists who go on who, who go on these big platforms and you got somebody like like even though i know people you know kind of argue about it when lecrae is doing songs with ty dollar sign you understand what i'm saying or when he does um um when he does uh, a whole album with Zaytoven, who is a big producer. How do we take that and and uh, um, um, and capitalize on it? When you see when you seen a Christian rapper like um, Lecrae on the BET Music Hip Hop Awards cipher, yes, that means somebody is listening to you and they hear you, and they may not always say, "Oh, I'm listening to this Christian rapper," but some of them have heard Christian hip hop. Some of them see it because it's out there, and they like some of it, and it might encourage them. Whether they tell you or not, You, we won't always have the luxury of knowing. So I'll say if Christian hip-hop stayed true to the mission it claims that it was uh, staying true to, then I do believe that as time go on, that will uh, happen. And I'll say this one thing. I know a Christian rapper. Oh, y'all know who it is. Y'all know y'all heard of the homie Fizzle. Yeah, of course. Yo, Fizzle opened up for... Uh, a big Rick Ross concert in his city. That's what's and up. And he tore it down. That's dope. 
He tore it down. So these dudes get to stand backstage and hear you. But I will say this, if Christian hip-hop ain't having, isn't always getting to their ears, God is always using other means to get to their ears. And so at the end of the day, I will say that for those in Christian hip-hop who want to have an influence, put out the best music you can, put money into marketing yourself if you can, and just try to get it on as many platforms as you can and let God do the rest. And I pray that the more that we attempt to do that, that more of them individuals are probably likely to come across what we do and be influenced by it, even if they don't say it out loud. Zadok, the God Hop MC, ladies and gentlemen. Go ahead and tell everybody tell everybody how they can hook up with you, man. Give them all your social media. Tell them about the album, where they can go download it at. Well, first of all, I appreciate y'all. I appreciate the Fix Radio because I think I heard three or four voices ask me questions, and they were all dope questions. This is a dope platform, and I hope that more cats in the genre, especially to do it, because I ain't a big-name guy, but it's dudes with names. I hope that they hear about y'all and that they're willing to come on y'all platform if y'all reach out because y'all I gotta, dope. I got to see. Questions S- send me your cash app. Go ahead. Send me your cash app now. You know what I'm saying? I got to sow a seed into that one. <laughs> While the ground is fertile, I want to put a seed in the ground. Speak it, Lord. But, um, but, yo, I thank y'all for the opportunity. Focus, I appreciate you reaching out for me. I appreciate all y'all questions. I pray that, you know, even if my, y'all didn't agree with all my answers, that, you know, y'all at least take me seriously. And um, Absolutely. I'll just say for anybody who's looking to reach out to me, Twitter and Instagram, I'm um, at the God Hop MC, man. T-H-E-G-O-D-H-O-P, the letter M, the letter C, the God Hop MC. And on Facebook and um, YouTube, Zadok the God Hoppin' C, Z-A-Y-D-O-K. Yo, type that name in, too, on Google or anything because no one else has that name in all of the Internet. So when you put That's me in the true. Google search engine, I own that algorithm. You most definitely In six different languages, too. Huh? In six different languages, too, in case you didn't know. Oh, and on that algorithm in six different languages, in yes. case y'all didn't know. Yep. Um, I, now I know. And if you just type in my name on Google, man, you'll find me anywhere that you can stream or purchase music digitally. And I pray that if you give it a chance, that it edify you. And, uh, man, I appreciate y'all, man. Thanks a lot for this. We appreciate you, brother. Keep it locked, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back uh, with our closing statements. Let's get back into some music. Right now, we got KC uh, New Wave Cypher featuring TK Lee. You're tuned in to The Fix. The Fix it in. Yes, sir. And I like to present to you some new faces to the Christian hip hop culture. So we got Hercules the Mac, Black, Rock Solid, TK Lee, and myself. And we are KC New Wave. Let's get it. Disciples with Bible rifles and again, two mouthpiece. We've been through down deep. If you've been to drown, breathe. I'm a hand to hand athlete. That's flipping the fraction. Like two eighths is a quarter and two quarters a half. It's Hercules Young Mackie. More lace than lingerie. In this game that I spray, only came when I pray. Flesh is decayed. All my guys commit suicide. We do or die for our lives and ride on Christ's passenger side. He's the driver. Make something out of nothing like MacGyver. He taught me how to beat death. I'm a mortal, not a survivor. Alive or to ever decide to do better with him. Life will forever equal some dead to my sin. So don't do it. That's stupid. The wages is death. These pages 
Cause it's persuasive, boy, who won't die next? Death ain't something you can dodge, you gotta sin or die in. And I chose a life worth living and died to self and not repeat. See, I declare war on every demon that's hiding in my closet. Coming in strapped in this Bible, come with a long clip. Time for y'all to go, cause y'all starting to weigh me down and you're no longer in control. And I suggest you leave right now. I know y'all stubborn and won't listen. Y'all gon' try to ride this out. About to make me use this war that I got hiding inside my mouth. Spit a scripture that's gon' get y'all on the move and out my space. I fully gave my heart to God and he don't do no second place. All the line, the cheating and depression mixed with drug use. You're no longer the idols I worship while y'all getting cut loose. Satan, you're the deceiver, so evil no one can trust you. I'm rolling with the Redeemer, King Jesus, and we gon' crush you. See, I've been gone for too long. It's time I get home. Had a bad case of that prodigal son syndrome. Lost boy barely on his feet, but one of God's sheep trying to find my way back to the Lord where I'm safe at. See, I was born an eagle. The devil keep trying to pigeon me. Jabbing at my weaknesses, always around tempting me. I'ma stay strong, keep mobbing and pressing forward. Face all of my demons, can't solve my problems, ignoring them. You see, I'm not completely changed, but I'm making progress. And I'ma still make mistakes going through the process. How many times I fall down, don't matter. As long as I get right back up and keep fighting this battle, cat. It's high time, then I made a change. The storm came in with a mighty rage. I was drowning in sin, it was almost the end. So I dove in the water and rose again. You entered access code 505542. All we do is grind, some other winter time. Tell them we ain't stopping till we make it to the finish line. We charged up and energized, save like a coupon. If you don't think my God's big, you sleep on my king size. Love your neighbor, tap your neighbor, tell them God is real. For real, for real, I'm in his wheel like Uncle Phil. Real talk, this that new way, baby. Ain't claiming he the father, he don't know that baby. Chip, we on a line with this truth, too. We left a message, getting full off this good word, they anorexic. We ain't flexing, we learned our lesson, we counting blessings. We just follow with steps, call it two-stepping. We really with it, we really get it, when will you get it? We praying for you, what time you on, the clock is ticking. He's coming back like 60 seconds, that's in a minute. Sign up, it's a big deal, no independent. Look, this for my misfits, the A-list mistreated. Overlook, we still cooking, getting booked in, never looking. For a handshake, my hand may break from the hand up a snake. I'm cool, never flex, but I I think it's time to do so. When you see me, just believe my grind is on go mode. No, I won't hold. Yes, I will go on full beast mode. Y'all so bother. We just chillin'. This is mob and we stay killin'. We stay fresh. Ain't no chillin'. Murderous flow. I've been waitin' to go. Waitin' no hope for way too long. Keep on avoiding the great. Suppressing the hate. We been to peep the game. Should be ashamed. Y'all act this way. Supposed to be making kingdom moves. Walking in unity. This is to remind that we are one. So stop all the foolery. Gird your sword. This is a war. Only for the fully strapped. That means full attack mode against Satan.
She ballin' but don't really flaunt it Lil' baby be drippin' the soap She count up her blessings just like it was money All of her problems, she give them the guys She sexy but more beautiful in her heart She light up the light, do the same in the dark Wasn't dealt the best hand, but she playin' her cards Lil' baby, lil' baby, lil' baby, lil' baby Got a shit gone crazy Cause she beat them eyes Thought she little for God, shot still be slain When she jump her car, turn the radio on She bumpin' that Eric Mason Work it out She ain't really no joke, she so motivated Lil' baby, she come from the bottom There was time she had nothing in her wallet Had to focus and make it through college Why she dodging the perks and mileage She gon' turn up cause she like to party Like a woman, she values her body Let's the known and deliver, she bad Ain't no chasing, she go get the bag She been hurt, so her heart she protect She was lost in the need of direction Took no mess and she turned on the lessons Flipped the lessons and they became blessed Put God first and he showed her her essence Set the trend and they model her myth. Catch a ball in the lineage with bestie Get a glory to God when she flexes Yeah Look baby, look baby, look baby, baby, baby She drop the shit crazy Yeah, yeah, yeah She different Yeah, 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 yeah That look baby, that look baby She a boss She's a boss That look baby, that look baby Got the sauce Got the sauce That look baby She work hard And go get that bag That look baby Ballin' but don't really flaunt it Lil' baby be drippin' the soap She count up her blessings just like it was money All of her problems, she give them the guys She sexy but more beautiful in her heart She light up the light, do the same in the dark Wasn't dealt the best hand, but she playin' her cards Yeah, I know she got it way deep in her heart Yeah, I see the light when she shine in the dark Yeah Shot up in real from the jump from the start She got me running around looking for Cuba Cause I done got hit in the chest with a dart Look baby, I hope that you wanna be mine She living clean and she know that she fine If you a thotty, I gotta decline I need a little baby like that to be nine, yeah It's hard to find a beautiful girl with a different design, yeah It's hard to find, yeah Like swatting the fly in the blinds, yeah That little baby, that little baby wanna win some Took her shopping, that little baby made me spend some Plus little mama got her own And then some, but she'll be tripping if I'm not back home by 10 some. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. When I ask you for your hand, I hope you say, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My little baby, my little baby. That little baby, that little baby, she a boss. She's a boss. That little baby, that little baby, got the sauce. Got the sauce. That little baby, she work hard and gon' get that bag. Trustin' God, cause he all she had She got it, she got it, she got it She ballin' but don't really flaunt it Lil' baby be drippin' the soap She count up her blessings just like it was money All of her problems, she give them the guys She sexy but more beautiful in her heart She light up the light, do the same in the dark Wasn't dealt the best hand, but she playin' her cards Hey, this is your man Rico Suave from the Fix Radio Show, your source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry, where we discuss trending topics and different theological perspectives. Are you an artist, poet, church, or small business looking to advertise? Well, reach out to us at thefixradioshow at gmail.com. That's D-A-F-I-X-X, radioshow at gmail.com. Or call us at 440-744-5573 for promo rates, deals, and packages. The Fix is in. Yes, sir. Yeah. 
It's the young myth, birth the king from a god that saw me off course and it threw me back in the car. Turn rappers' egos the lard, rapping kilos and verses that I sell it into the masses. That's Ronald Reagan with tactics. That's my confidence. Ain't no common sense within my continent. Eventually they'll try to screw you over. Practice abstinence, passiveness. My gang on the exodus. I write all my checks for this. Please check for this. I'm next in this. I ain't got no enemies. I got fans in disguise. They throw my name in the batter. Do want their hands in the pot. Get the carbon, get the strap, get the gap, round the truth, round the army, round his back. The way I get it poppin', they don't care. I ain't got no time for that. I put city on the map. Got been all up on my mix, so he been outside like a cat. Blessings falling in my lap. John, you should run that back. Boy, I say these rappers under, put the dirt up on their back. Yeah. Keeping up the drip, hey. Westside, come and take a trip, hey. Surf game over like flip. Came from the jungle, no animals. Put the sauce on, I'm like cannibal. Your man crush is funny like Hannibal. I'm about to bury your cameras. Hey, left hand, never know a pimp, huh? Right hand, keeping up the drip, huh? Westside, come and take a trip, huh? Surf game over like flip. I came from the jungle, no animals. Make up funny like Hannibal. I got a hurry, most animal. I got a flurry in Panama. She not the one cause she sent a fuck. She tried to take off my kinnacle. I end up I'll be the pinnacle. You say you bossing a rental though. Huh? Uh-huh. 
I got the sauce, you know Paris be dripping. You just a fan, so go get you a ticket. Public enemy, they calling me villain. And they feelings and they hate that I'm winning. Plotting know how I can stack me a million. Fettuccine all the way to the ceiling. I got a little breeze from my eyes, I be chilling. I'm the man, that's the way I be feeling. Yeah. Started from the bottom, they don't really want to see me make it. I know I'm a problem, and I know a lot of people really hate me. All you really gotta do is stay down and be patient. And I'm still in the shame, I live and I die for the sake of his name, yeah. Left hand never knew a pimp, hey. Right hand keeping up the drip, hey. West side come and take a trip, hey. Surf game over life flip. Came from the jungle, no animals. Put the sauce on them like cannibal. Your man crush is funny like Hannibal. I'm about to bury your cameras. Hey, left hand never know a pimp. Hey, right hand keep another drip. Hey, west side come and take a trip. Hey, surf game over life flip. Came from the jungle, no animals. Put the sauce on them like cannibal. Your man crush is funny like Hannibal. I'm about to bury your cameras. Hey, don't talk to me. What you can do is leave a message at the beep like R2D2. God show me everything. I know the game. I see your heart. Let your chest see through. We not equal. I got people who can see you when you think no one can see you. When I get my beamer, just know I ain't sold no drugs. I never sold no limo. I like, ooh, I got a couple flows I ain't even used. This my show. I ain't getting booed. I got a brand new way to do. I'm changing lanes. I know that I can go do anything. My president is an orangutan. You can't learn this at school. Sipping on Capri Sun, throwing up peace signs. I don't trust any girl who driving Nissan. She already taken. Call him Nissan. Ooh, it's a hackazella from the zoo. Every word of my verses are true. Do not touch me because we not that cool. Left hand never knew a pimp. Hey, right hand keeping up the drip. Hey, west side come and take a trip. Hey, surf game over life flip. Came from the jungle, no animals. Put the sauce on them like cannibal. Your man crush is funny like Hannibal. I'm about to bury your cameras. Hey, left hand never knew a pimp. Hey, right hand keeping up the drip. Hey, west side come and take a trip. Hey, surf game over life flip. Came from the jungle, no animals. Put the sauce on them like cannibal. Your man crush is funny like Hannibal. I'm about to bury your camera. Hey. What it do, what it is, it's your man Triple D, a.k.a. Dayton, representing God over money in the menace movement. And you're now tuned in to The Fix. Yeah. Yes, sir. Man, listen, man. I wish. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. What you got? Did you just use my yes, sir? Did he just steal my yes, sir? Are you in your feelings right now? I think he did. Hey, he's. Are you in your feelings right now, Swab? Just a bit. I can't use your line? No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> it's too late now. I'm sorry. Right, you, it's too late. You tune back into the fix. Your source of favorite fuse, <laughs> hip hop, RB, and poetry. I go by the name of DJ Focus. This is your Mariko Suave. Hey, it's the DJ you love to love, Ron. Man, let me tell y'all, we had a, such a hot show today. I'm talking about it. it was so much meat in that conversation we had with Zadok, the God Hop MC. Shouts out to him again, man, for interviewing with us, man. And I'll be honest with y'all, people, we've never interviewed anybody that long. So, you know, I, I can't. Hey, not only was he an exception, like the man was very, very versed in what right. he wanted to say. Mm-hmm. It's like he was prepared for questions that mm-hmm. he didn't ever expect to be answered. Yes. And. Them questions were coming at him, and he was ready to answer them. Like, solid oh, answers. Like, they solid were very answers. solid answers. Very solid answers. Big yeah. ups. 
But that's 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 the thing about us. Uh, we're we're trying to do something very unique, very different with our platform. Um, we are all believers, but we we definitely want to not only push the culture of Christian hip hop, faith infused hip hop, but we also want to challenge and grow together. Let's grow together. Mm. Let's really grow together as believers. Um, so yeah, man, we 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 really uh, appreciate everybody listening today. Um, shouts out to Art and Soul, man, and also 216 to Beat Radio, man. Definitely want to shout both of them out. Um, you already know Hometown Family. Uh, we are Smartphone we Radio. We are Smartphone Definitely want to shout out all our partners, man. We, we've started to build some great partnerships on um, uh, various platforms, so we just want to continue to honor them. Uh, definitely, uh, like I said, Art and Soul, uh, Tamara Young over there at Art and Soul, man, she just dope, man. Reached out to us, show us love. Uh, Miss Cream, Cream over in uh, Cream of the Cop over in. Uh, uh, 216 to beat radio and of course you know the dj you love to love the legendary yeah, ronnie knight over we are smartphone radio man we <laughs> definitely appreciate everybody's platform that just allows for us to be heard man so definitely shouts out to everybody and we got some uh some good news coming up man we got some more uh updates coming up it's gonna be some hot stuff coming up we got some giveaways that's about to go down suave some giveaway what we're gonna bless the people Hey. I'm telling y'all, y'all want to follow us on our social media platforms. The giveaways are going to be on our social media platforms. On Instagram, it's D-A-F-I-X-X underscore radio. On Facebook, it's The Fix Radio Show. That's D-A-F-I-X-X show, radio show on Facebook. On Twitter, it's The Fix Radio Show too as well because we're going to do all our giveaways on social media. So follow us. We got some stuff coming up with uh, Mind Over Matter, too. We most definitely do. Make sure you stay tuned. You follow us ASAP, man. If you follow us within the next, um, I said the next hour or so, you can get shout out in the next the next Mind Over Matter. I'll make sure of it myself. Remember, stay focused on turning your negative into a positive, man. Jesus is the answer. Kingdom advancement. The, the fix is in. Yes, sir. You do.